You are listening to the Fresh Focus Podcast, where VA dietitian nutritionists are serving up health and wellness information for veterans and their families. In addition to being in clinic, chatting over the phone, or using Video Connect, we're taking a new approach to increase your access with this podcast, sharing bites of information from your dietitians when it's convenient for you. A new year brings a new perspective on our health and wellness. As we reflect and prepare for this year, we pause to recognize an empty chair at our table, representing veterans that are no longer here to speak their voice. The VA has an amazing weight management program called MOVE. This comprehensive program gives you not only the blueprint to follow, but the tools needed to meet your individual goals in 2021. So grab a notebook and get ready for some tangible tips to help you this year during our Move to a Healthier You series. Welcome to episode six of this series. I'm Beth, one of the registered dietitian nutritionists out of the Marion, Illinois VA healthcare system. You may have heard me before, and if so, welcome back. And if you are a first-time listener, I'll stop, give you a big socially distant hug and a high five, and say thank you. We really appreciate you listening. In episodes one through six, The Healthy Plate, we focused on the building blocks or foundation for healthy eating. In this series, we are keeping with the building metaphor, so grab your carpenter's pencil, utility knife, or lineman pliers, and let's get started. Okay, so if you happen to just be listening and hadn't yet heard episodes 19 through 23, please go back and visit. Once you have heard those fantastic episodes, you'll understand my silly metaphors and full transparency here, I do not own my own tool belt. And my husband is sitting here as we record, trying not to burst into a fit of laughter since I don't know a crescent from a croissant. Hi, I'm the husband, Shane, and she may have asked if a speed square is a type of dance. Isn't it? <laughs> okay. Today we are talking about the MOVE program and a tool belt of resources and tools to help meet your goals and become healthier. I started teaching MOVE classes at Evansville Healthcare Center in 2014. I love being able to promote small changes to assist veterans in becoming healthier, meet their goals, and improve their quality of life. I have enjoyed being more than just a class facilitator. I feel like I'm a resource for our veterans, a friend, and a motivator along the way. I still have veterans that went through the MOVE program from years ago that will call me up just to tell me how they're doing, and that really makes my day. Some of the successes I have been able to be a part of did not just include pounds on the scale, but being able to travel more with a veteran more comfortable in his airplane seat, one awesome veteran who was able to fit in his very cool motorcycle jacket again, and another veteran can now get on the floor and play around with her grandchildren. And that, my friends, is one of the many reasons I seriously love my job. Great job, babe. Aw, thank you, honey. Actually, since you're sitting here with me anyway, you want to stay and we can walk through the episodes and maybe give some of the listeners a wrap-up and some more pointers for any goals they may have? I feel like maybe you're hinting at the quarantine 15 I picked up in the last couple months. Hashtag dad bod. <laughs> what? Me? No. But if one were to want to start making some tweaks to their nutrition and lifestyle, we can start at any time with making some healthier changes. It doesn't have to be on a Monday or next week or even January of another year. Kathy in episode 19 spoke about not only having a plan, but the right tools in the tool belt. Move's core ideas include healthy eating, increasing physical activity, and developing behavior changes. The blueprint of the MOVE program is not a diet, it's a lifestyle intervention and a guide to move you through making changes that will last your whole life. So you mean I shouldn't just go on one of those diets on the magazine cover by the checkout counter? 
Lose 80 pounds by Valentine's Day with the cabbage soup diet. <laughs> yeah, no. Typically, those types of quick fix or fad type diets, like the diet you mentioned, can give you quick results and maybe even some weight loss. But those types of diets don't help you keep off the weight in long term. And honestly, when you even say the word diet, doesn't it mean to most folks short term, like, oh, I can do this just for a few short weeks and then go back to what I was eating after I lose a few pounds? You know, actually, now that I think about it, those types of diets and the magazines and online are all just for a few short weeks. Seems like people can't get off that uh, diet hamster wheel. Exactly. And what I really want everyone to understand is we have gotten into that diet hamster wheel, diet culture, and especially every January, there's always, like you said, the next thing to, to try to lose quick weight. And we need to just stop it already. Because honestly... The best diet, if you want to use that word, is not a diet at all, but a way of life that includes foods you enjoy, exercise, and healthy habits. Okay, I'm listening. Maybe this year we should all try something new, like I could try listening to my wife. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know we have this recorded, right? So I can play that back to you at any time? <laughs> okay, back, back to what we were talking about. We want to be more mindful about all our choices, whether it's changing up meals or snacks or adding an exercise drinking some more water, or staying motivated to keep moving in the right direction. So let's keep reflecting. Tori and Seeger talked all about exercise in episode 20. What did you think of that? Yeah, I honestly thought it was a good way to share with everyone that exercise can kind of be thought of as freedom. Uh, and it's important not just for people who want to do something like run a marathon, but uh, it's for everybody. So when I think about how they put it like functional independence, then it really kind of put it in perspective for me. Yeah, and it was, a, it was a really great episode. Everyone needs to go back and check that out. Everyone does have a different level of fitness, and that is normal. When you think of an exercise goal, it is important to start at a reasonable place, as you and I are different, so it's completely fine to have different exercise goals and routines. Honestly, I have been more sedentary sitting at the computer this past year, and I made myself a goal of being more active at work. And they have this thing called mindful movement uh, for VA employees, and it's on my calendar. It comes up as a reminder, and you know how I love to mark things off on my to-do list and calendar. Um, but it's a, that helpful reminder that pops up and say, hey, stop what you're doing. Get up. Do some Tai Chi or yoga right now for the next you know, 10 to 15 minutes. You also made me build you a stand-up desk when you started working from home. I also did that, too. And thank you. I love that thing. Actually, that was another way for me that I was trying to get creative in finding ways to get more movement in my day in the last year. Tori and Seeger actually went through that, some different great points of assessing your day, finding ways to add in more activity, and coming up with a good individualized plan. Yeah, and I also built myself a stand-up workstation so I could do the same thing, and it, it really has been beneficial. Uh, and I always like to find ways to take a walk with you and the kids and stuff like that and we can get outside more. Yeah, absolutely. And it's always it's great for the whole family. And there's always a way to add in some type of movement, even with limited schedules or injuries. Um, there's, there's always some time that we can add in our day. While the MOVE program isn't just an exercise program, exercise and movement is a crucial part of our tool belt. Our bodies are meant to move. Yeah, Seeger mentioned when starting an exercise program to not get into analysis paralysis. And having done that numerous times, that really hit the nail on the head for me. Ooh, I like that. That was another building metaphor. Good one. And also a very, very good point. Don't feel like you have to be perfect or have to belong to the perfect gym or have a perfect outfit to start. Think of some activities and exercises that you enjoy doing and choose a way to add those into your daily routine. The next tool we talked about in episode 21 is fiber. Are you going to make me talk about poop on here? <laughs> Why not? Okay, hold on then. Let me go get a stool oh, to sit on. Stop. So let me ask you, is this a regular part of the podcast? <laughs> Shane. 
Okay, I know everyone cringes when we talk about poop, but to point out, like Tori said, it is in fact miserable when we aren't going, and it's miserable when we go too much. You know the average American only consumes about 10 to 15 grams of fiber per day? Yeah, I got nothing. I was trying to come up with another funny quip. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? A few simple tips that Tori spoke about to increase your fiber intake included adding two servings of fruits, adding uh, three to four servings of vegetables each day, or adding in beans to a meal or snack. And be sure to go back and listen and check out her overnight coconut oats recipe. Amazing! And you know how crazy busy it is to get our kids ready in the morning, chain and having something already prepared to grab out of the fridge? Come on, I am in. And I think it had about 12 grams of fiber in it. Shane, how much fiber do you think you're getting in every day? So let's just say I know I could definitely be eating more fruits and vegetables. Okay, so if we were going to put that into a SMART goal, uh, which is an acronym for a specific, measurable, action-oriented, realistic, and time-based, how could we word it to help our listeners out to understand? I could bring a vegetable for a snack to work at least three times a week. Oh, I like that. What vegetable? Will it be a variety or one in particular so we can make sure it's on the grocery list? We always want to think ahead to what will help us set us up for success when setting lifestyle goals. Good idea. So picture in your mind a ruler type of scale, zero to ten. What would you say your confidence number would you rank if it was zero being not confident at all or ten being super confident? I'm totally doing this starting today. Eh, I'm going to call it a seven. Oh, that's a good number. What would it take for you to get to a 10 that you know you'll definitely do this starting next week? Probably if you threw the bag of veggies at me on my way out the door. <laughs> hey, whatever it takes. But you can see how breaking it down like that can really help as we want it to be a good goal for you and set us up for success. The episode 21 titled Move with the Waves. I love that title. I'm guessing you know what the tool was being referenced there, and I know you don't drink enough water. Look. Coffee is mostly water. <laughs> Coffee is made with water. It's not the same. And I've even heard you say before, I've, I've had a thimble full of water today. You definitely need to add in more water. And I do love the tip that Jim gave about carrying around your water bottle like we do our phone. Because what? We always have our phone with us. In Jim's episode, he talked all about staying hydrated. And that can allow our body to maintain proper balance. And the recommendation now is to drink half our body weight in ounces. I do need to add to that goal. So what about drinking like two more glasses each day for the next two weeks? Does that sound like a smart goal? Yes, that sounds great. What if we make sure you keep your reusable water bottle with you so you can measure the ounces each day to keep track? That could work, but only if it's a manly one. Oh, honey. Dr. Cadella shed some light on the hunger as the flashlight in our tool belt in episode 23. He explained that there are many reasons we eat, but often there are for external reasons triggered by our environment rather than our body's true biological hunger. Just like eating because the clock tells us to, or because we're bored, or because other people around us are eating. He told us that most of us have forgotten to listen to our bodies. Following our body's hunger signals, instead of just these external signals, can help us cut down on portion sizes, often helping us cut calories and lose weight. Yes, I really do like watching our kids stop eating when they're full. And it's just so easy when you're not paying attention, rushing around, trying to eat in a hurry. So we should all probably uh, definitely work more on paying attention to our food when we eat and really kind of focusing and enjoying it more. Yes, and the hunger scale can be a great way to measure how we are feeling. We do not want our bodies to be constantly starving or constantly at the I'm so full, I'm going to burst feeling. Think of that ruler again. So a one is I'm starving, I'm feeling lightheaded and hangry, and 10 is I'm Thanksgiving type full. Great points. So what number should we shoot for on that hunger scale? It can also be a great idea to stop during, a, stop during a meal and ask yourself if you're still hungry or starting to feel satisfied. Feelings of satisfaction or fullness do not happen right away. Eating slowly will help, so that is another good point to work on as well. 
You never want to be too hungry or too full. It is best to stay between a three and a seven. I may try that at dinner today. It can also help just to be more mindful before we sit down to eat, just to think about it for a second on where we are at the hunger scale. Before we eat, just to start really listening to our bodies again. We want to remember that the ultimate goal of optimal health will look differently for everyone. And the changes you are making may not always be reflected at first in your appearance on the scale. If you have a goal of lowering your blood pressure or having more flexibility and you're working on it and making progress, you won't be able to see that on a bathroom scale or mirror. And that is perfectly okay. I'm glad you stayed here through this episode with me, Shane. Want to review the goals you mentioned you may want to start adding in your day? Okay, here's my plan. I'll bring some veggies to work for a snack three times per week, and I'll make sure to add veggies to the weekly grocery list. I'll also try to drink two more glasses of water per day for the next two weeks. Will you also be doing the grocery shopping? No, I'm kidding. Obviously. Uh, (laughs) That sounds like a great plan, honey. Remember to celebrate any progress you made, even if it feels small, and be proud of the changes you are making. If you decide to enroll in the MOVE program and the 16 modules covered, you'll go through more specifically how to improve quality of your nutritional intake, increase physical activity, manage weight, and improve the overall quality of your health. So how would a veteran get enrolled into MOVE, as I'm assuming most of them aren't married to a VA MOVE dietitian? True. Although, you know, I have met a veteran before his wife was a retired dietitian. And I do remember now he did want to get your name so you guys could get together and chat. Yeah, I bet we'd have a lot to talk about. If you are interested in enrolling in the MOVE weight management program at your local VA, contact your primary care team or your local dietitian and let them know you're interested. Thanks Thanks for listening. National Nutrition Month is in March, and it is a whole month dedicated to promoting the nutrition profession and services, as well as delivering nutrition education messages to the public. I am Yakutala Ibrahim Muhammad, registered dietitian with the Atlanta VA Medical Center Women's Wellness Clinic. I am a member of the National Nutrition Month work group with the VA Medical Center. Every year, this committee assists in planning National Nutrition Month activities and marketing events across all VA facilities. March 2021, we will be celebrating a theme of Personalize Your Plate. There is no one-size-fits-all approach to nutrition and health. We are all unique with different bodies, goals, backgrounds, and tastes. As a registered dietitian nutritionist, tailoring a healthful eating plan that is as special as you are is my favorite thing to do. Stay tuned for upcoming episodes on the Fresh Focus podcast for more information on how to personalize your plate and how you can celebrate National Nutrition Month 2021. Thank you, and have a Happy New Year.